are now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network. We're live. It's Chris Denman. I'm Norm McDonald. Nope. Travis Terrell. Oh, I'm Tech Nine. <laughs> That's your cue. <laughs> You're who? Tech Nine. Tech Nine. I don't know. I don't know right. what that means. Hey, Chris Catan's here, everybody. I'll be Rick Ross then. <laughs> Chris Catan. We are live, live, live. We are you like live, that? Live. See? Cool. I don't that. like it. It's well, a- you probably heard it eight thousand times. It's a guy we... But the first time you heard it, it was really good, right? It was... <laughs> it, it didn't suck. <laughs> no. That means really good. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. it's, we're pleased to be joined by Chris Catan. He's the funny bone right here in St. Louis all weekend long. Chris, welcome to St. Louis. I'm sure it's been a delightful morning of press for it you. It has. Yeah? Well, yeah, generally, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> More or less, yeah. Good I to hear. A, I ate a sandwich... On some new oh, what kind? What kind? What kind? But hold up. Describe it in great the, detail. Oh, uh, I'm trying to remember the. Uh, it was uh, a mix of everything, so I don't know if it was a, a specific sandwich. What was the name of the place? Of sugar. Sugar fry. Yeah, it's sugar. Oh, fly. that's that's but a real they, deal. It was a sandwich with pork and chips, potato chips in it. Oh god! Oh, I bet oh, it had god. the red hot riplets on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. Oh, I, I bet. Know. Yeah. Settle down, killer. Yeah. Jeez, You're kind of. She has a she has a Jeez segment where Lewis, she. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> she usually reviews food in a segment. You're kind of stepping on her a bit. Oh, is that right? Bit. Oh, yeah. I didn't know you review food in the segment. Yeah. Wow. Are you upset? No. No. You, so what do you do? You eat on air? No. She, she just kind of talks about it and gets people going. Oh, by what? Your savory smell, scent? I, uh, savory. <laughs> I scam dudes into buying me food at different restaurants around St. Louis, and then oh, is that right? the next <laughs> week I'll review it. So Chris is at the Funny Bone this weekend, and I've actually seen you uh, scam people out of like the big giant margaritas and food Scammed. at the Funny Bone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. You a, uh, do you do comedy too? Yes. Are you a funny person? Oh. Yeah. I mean, you're already making me laugh. Oh. oh. You're making oh, me wow. laugh too. That's oh. so funny. We have so much in common. You're being sardonic. <laughs> 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 yeah, Carly, what's the last thing you, you won uh, the You Look Like, the roast competition, right? I did. Yeah? I How did. was that? Let's, um, inter- let's interview roasting, Carly. Were you roasting people? Yeah. Um, Craig Brewer picked up this uh, roast show that's based in Memphis. He picked it up for to make it into a web series. Right. So we recorded that, like, all 10 episodes over, like, a four-day period. Oh. Um, this was, like, a month ago. So that was really fun. I found out that I'm really good at talking shit to people. Because I've won, like, three of them. Yeah. <laughs> three of them. That's <laughs> yeah. good. Do you do, but you do stand-up as I well, do. right? Uh-huh. Have you been at the Funny Bone? I assume you've been at the um, Funny Bone. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Why are you here this weekend? Just no reason to... Do what? That's a fair question. Oh, yeah, why aren't you performing this weekend with me? Do you hate Chris? Yeah, why do you hate Chris? They don't ask me. They don't ask me. Way to go. That's insulting. Why did you do that to Chris? (laughs) Look at her full smile. (laughs) You can't see it, but it's called a shit-eating grin. (laughs) I believe they do. (laughs) So, Chris, uh, obviously Saturday Night Live, big part of your career. We were actually just saying here at Shock City, the soundboard in the other room was used at SNL. It's crazy that you can that you can say you've been a part of that. We've had uh, as wild as he is. I haven't talked to him in a minute. Jay Moore. We've had several mm-hmm. 
SNL Colin alum. Jost recently. Yeah, Colin, Colin Jost. Jost. very funny it, guy. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it, it, we also know people, our friend uh, Tony Cavallaro, he's on Nickelodeon. He didn't mm-hmm. make it, and he's got a huge background in uh, the Groundlings right, and all yeah, these things. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So you, you I was see in the Groundlings. The, well, you know. Of course, wow, of okay. course. But it, as far as just being part of that legacy, do you still carry it with you everywhere, or are you tired of talking about it this No, point? no, no. I love talking about it. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, That's I, the way I, to be. If someone tells me to bop my head for a while, yeah. Do you carry a hammer just for that? Unless you do say that, though. But uh, no, I don't. Uh, you know, it gets a little old, a little bit, you know. But I don't mind it. I mean, you know. No, I wouldn't think you'd level. be able to. At the level that you, you know? have reached, I mean, yeah. that's just too many damn people was that it, would be, <laughs> make you mad if, what, if they did some, one of your characters. Was it more, <laughs> was it more, what, did you get more bother either from those roles that you did in SNL or being that your father was one of the founders of the Groundlings and then you yourself in the Groundlings having to maybe live up in that, uh, oh. the shadow, if you will? Oh, no, there, there wasn't a shadow. We're totally different types of comedians, I guess. And okay. I don't think anyone thought, uh, yeah, he was more... Well, he, we're both Jewish, but he was like full Jewish, like <laughs> big time Jewish comedy. Like he'd do a rabbi. He had a character called Rabbi Abraham Stein. And That's hella me, Jewish. He go, and he go, believe me, the pleasure is mine. But you know. <laughs> was that back when you could just literally get away with yeah. just the words of, of a, oh, what a Jew? Like, I, guess so. I, I guess I can, right? Now you can't say Jew? No, I yeah, you can. Okay. Of course yeah. you can. But there is, there's can. like a little, now you got to be careful with everything. It's you like do kind of have to watch it. Do you feel like it's it's, it's kind of it's jumping like a, the shark on is, that. Israeli and American is that the word? <laughs> <laughs> like you won't say you'll spe- I would spell like uh, you know a J E W. You know a Zhao. <laughs> I don't know. Have you been affected? Jewish ascendants. I think so. Yeah, that's right. I guess that's what you would say. I don't know. Are you we haven't like. Uh, Silent J. Are you, are you Jewish? You. Are you a Jewish? You seem a little Jewish. Are you Jewish? Do I? In a good way. In a good way. Oh my God! I'll take in it. In a good way. Wait. <laughs> what well, did she <laughs> just? She just There's embraced herself. As she you held know. herself like she was. <laughs> me. Me. Looked like she was gonna pull out a heart from Temple of Doom or something. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been affected by any censorship Jews? issues? Oh. Yes. <laughs> censorship. What? Uh, what? How, how have the Jews affected you? The Jews. Today? The, Jews. Uh, the Semites. <laughs> I was. Uh, well, no, I, I censorship a little bit on, when I was on Saturday Night Live. You sure. know, I was told I was pushed the envelope a little bit too much. There was a sketch I did with uh, uh, Sherry O'Terry where we did uh, what people call the sex couple. Right. But we call they were the Zimmermans. It was we didn't really have. We did a couple of characters. We did a couple of sketches, but they were basically we would get each other fired up by having uh, having another couple over. And uh, the joke was that we were in a healthy uh, marriage for eight years, you know, sixteen years or whatever, and that. We would still we would play games like wait what do you want me you want me to fun you want me to fun she goes you want me to fun you want me to fun want me to find the right words yeah 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 that's it and then we like do these little euphemisms where I'd have her open up a champagne bottle and it looked like I was you know oh, wow. shooting my wad and coming all over the place nice but nice. they were like that was really the first time it's ever been done on television which is joke. crazy when you think about it like today yeah. today right? it's been done over there. sure but that was literally the first time that joke has ever been done the famous if that is famous the Shaking of a bottle and anything coming out of a bottle insinuates that. Does like when that something like that happens, like when there's a quote unquote controversy on a show like SNL, does like Lauren come down the next day on, on Sunday or Monday? No, there's literally a censor person at the read through table. Okay, uh, okay. Before <laughs> we do that, oh, okay, but okay. It was a physical sketch, right. so it was something that 
was, was kind of omitted. tricky. It didn't really translate <laughs> until it was done. Yeah, so they didn't really know exactly what was going on until it right. came to Why do you keep going back to this thing in yeah, the like, they, they were like, can the you do thing. something else besides the jacking off of a bottle to insinuate <laughs> semen popping out? No, we can't. Like, like, I mean, no. We're like, well, it does. No. We're not. We're, we're like, we didn't say anything, so like, we somehow got away with it. Yeah. Actually. So is that like a studio person or someone SNL hires that's on like, at the table? Oh, that's some fuckstick that gets NBC a nice censors. salary. Oh wow! Yeah. So they're at the table and they're just yeah. like, wait a minute. There's NBC censorship right there. That's, at the I never knew that. That's insane. See, that's, that's something right. I put in. People are like, what are you gonna put my? I have a book coming out called Baby Don't Hurt Me. Well, because of other things. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, like that would be an interesting story I put in. People are like, what kind of? What are you gonna say that's interesting like that? Oh and, wow, that's fascinating. But, uh, I didn't realize yeah, that. Tell me about the book. What what's pushing you to take the time to actually write a book? Are you writing it with anybody or just I'm all yourself? All myself, but I have a you know a person that writes sure. what I'm saying and then I re-edit it. It's been, it's been like four or five year process because nice. I really want it to be good. Right. I want it to be good. And I tell a lot of stories about SNL and Growlings, a lot of stuff about Will and I coming up with characters and just a lot of stuff for the that people that were on the show at the time would say, yeah, that's true. But for some reason, have never talked about it. And um, Anybody you know, going to get their feelings hurt? Is uh, this something where they would go... I don't go, think they would. Yeah. No, because it's 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 kind of like yeah, it's true that happened, and it's not hurtful and without right. without uh, anything negative, and it's actually very much showing something that they they may have never really realized is actually a cool thing or something, you know, and it may reveal some of a process or something, sure, you know, right. like Tina becoming. Uh, from a writer all the way to becoming head writer to sh doing the news it was very quick, and she had an aim to do that, and people didn't expect that. And you know, I talk about that little bit of a thing, or you know, stuff like that. You know, or Tracy Morgan, you know, he didn't. There wasn't. He didn't. There wasn't. He couldn't get a lot of stuff on the show. He, he did not. Did not have a lot of writers backing himself up until one day in pitch meeting, like a year and a half after being in the show, he just came and going, "Yeah, no, and I don't know." And he, once he started doing that character. People started writing for it. It was on. What yeah. was what is that a collaborative process like that? Because I would imagine when you have that type of talent in the room, everyone brings something to the table. So when does everyone get to the point where they begin to trust each other and feel like, okay, I can collaborate with Tracy, or I can collaborate with Will. Like when do you guys begin to trust each other to start that process? I think trusting is automatic, but I think the the, the but the trusting, like, you know, I to have a good time, I see what you're saying. Right. So to let yourself enjoy and, right. and come up with character would be when you hear somebody have a voice like that. Okay. You know, like somebody who came on the show like Spade already had a voice, right. you know, he had a personality as they would say, <laughs> you know, and he had that kind of sarcastic guy, right. so you knew exactly what he was going to say. And then when Tracy came up with that kind of character, you knew exactly kind of a tone of voice he would have, you know. Okay. I had a more difficult time with that being written for, which is fine because I came on taking care of myself and coming up with characters and like Mike Myers didn't really have a voice. I was a bit, a little bit like that in the same place, you know. They uh, so I had a variety of characters, but they didn't know what my voice was. You know, my Makes exact sense. Perso personality. As far as the behind the scenes aspect of it, what do you attribute the most? What what's made us love Saturday Night Live for this long? I mean, it, it short of an institution, but it is well, an institution. A number of things. One of them, right now, it's how it's important politically. You know, it's sure. important right. to have somebody voice what's going on, and and comedy is the best way to hear it. You know, and the easiest way to not take it personally for those who were responsible right. <laughs> for choosing such a child. As far as the situation but, right know. now, I mean, what do you think about, did you ever think that, I mean, it was a big deal, I believe, whenever, what, the first George Bush invited Dana Carvey to, he's like, right. oh, I get the joke, it's part of that. How do you feel about uh, about the current president and how he reacts? Me? Well, is, it part of the, is it part of the whole, the 
what kayfabe is what they call it in wrestling. Everyone feels the same. Yeah, I mean, just everybody's just kind of like okay. People are a lot more passionate than I am about it. Yeah, <laughs> right. literally, if you get on the topic, they will not stop for half hour and say everything that's absolutely right. You know, sure. It's unfortunate. It's interesting but, to watch. Like I said, you see comedians. You even see the the Stephen Colbert's of the world. You see right. a lot of comedians essentially mold their their act and maybe their shows around the current political climate. Did you ever imagine that? I mean, SNL for years covered, of course, the president and what took place in the news politically. But did you ever imagine that you would see shows and comedians ultimately mold their acts and shows behind what's going on in the day to day in the White House? Yes and no. I mean, like for someone like Stephen Colbert, he was always been very politically passionate, right. you sure. know, and just like John Stewart was or, or any of those people, you right. know, and Paul Donella, who's the head writer at Stephen Colbert, too, he feels the same, you know. And okay. Once you get a voice and you already have the passion for it, you feel like, you know, I, I, if I have that form, why not? And hey, if you can make a difference, that's when it really uh, changes things, you know. When you sense. say what, you know, what Colbert's been getting away with, <laughs> it's phenomenal. So, you know, when you could do that, it's right. like, why not be one of those people? And you actually can stand as a force for other people that would like to say that but don't you know or afraid <laughs> right. to say absolutely that yeah but that's not also very, obviously very much uh famous for the characters that came out of there something i miss a little bit you know on the show but that's nobody's fault but uh, right. reoccurring characters are always great i mean that's it'll the, come back around to that yeah, don't of course you think? It will. yeah 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 because yeah, there's a lot of talent people talented people well of course and all, what it's all about opportunity the second somebody has somebody something that's going to get them on stage i mean it's that's what you go yeah, that's with, what happens, right? like a catch phrase or something like that. And just all around great personalities on the show, you know. Mm -hmm. It's just um it's just one of the it's the probably one of the, if not the greatest institution for comedy. Is there any is there any way better than in living color? Relax, yeah. hold on. Well, that hasn't gone on for a while. <laughs> Who knows? If it let me call her... Chris, going, you talked to me in the pre... Coast, East Coast thing. Who knows? In the pre-show <laughs> meeting, you said you wanted me to work it in. I think I did. So, Thank listen, you for working that yeah, in. You're welcome. You, you had that muscle I wanted. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. Chris like, listen, I got a couple things on my mind. I want to get them off. Uh, I'm glad you said that. You're welcome. <laughs> is there... Is there um, was there any particular character? I know it's the the simple question would be, hey, what's your favorite character? But is there a character that you developed uh, over the years or in a particular film where you were just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna kill him with this one. This is the one. This is the one I really love because you've done a ton of characters and a lot of personations over your time. Mm. Is there one character that stands out to you as like, well, this is this is the one where I spent a little bit more time on and I really like bringing out from time to time. I, I don't know. I guess well, Mango was fun. And then it became very easy to do, so right. it's easy. <laughs> and something's easy to do, and it works so well. Right. But then also, like Mr. Peepers, which is ridiculous, of a character where he just ate an apple and right. hump people. Right. But the fact that guest hosts would choose to want to do that sketch, and they knew that I was going to dry hump them. Was and spit an apple on their face. <laughs> it was fascinating. Especially when somebody beautiful like Charlotte Charlize Theron, Charlize Theron would right. be like, you know, hey, I'd love to do that paper sketch. I was like, oh, fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> But then, like, get the out of the way. The yeah. producer of the show would be like, well, maybe I should warn her about what happens at the end. Like, Don't you fucking tell her anything. <laughs> She's her I fault. She's not footage. watching the show. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> show that to your grandkids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come so. on. But, yeah. like, you know, that that was always fascinating to me that people would want to take that risk. I, Absolutely. It, it blew my mind. With with the background that you have, like J-Lo. Sure. J-Lo wanted to do Mango. Like, That's you hilarious. Know, the whole <laughs> thing is, like, it's so silly. Swat in the butt. And that means... I have to swat your butt, Miss yeah. J Lo. And that was the week yeah. she had her butt insured, you know? She right. had her butt insured. Oh, so wow. I was swatting that swatting that ass as much right. as I could. 
<laughs> and it was her hard and you think, fun. You think it was she's, hard. You think she still, still talks about it? I doubt bit. it. <laughs> <laughs> you think she's on some shitty uh, show in the middle of I nowhere? I have no idea. Talking about the time I Chris Kattan slapped her No, no. Is there, uh, now you mentioned a few of those characters. One of the characters that I think you probably don't get enough people coming up to you about is, of course, when you were the villain in one of the greatest films of all time, Chris. Undercover oh, Brother. Oh, Brother, yeah. Yes, I, I love that. That. I, I, it looked Dave like Dave Chappelle. Come on, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I looked when I see the cast and I see the, the what appeared. The, you guys had a ton of fun on that yeah. set what, to work in that type of environment. What was that like, uh, especially being the uh, maybe the minority on the cast in that right. situation? Well, that was that originally that was written to be even more uh, racist. Or, really, you know, it was like more like black versus right. white people. It was really even crazier. Um, <laughs> it was, it was, it, what, you, do you remember anything that well, got then, cut in particular? That uh, something about once a black guy ate a certain white meal, <laughs> they immediately got shot. Or, <laughs> it was vice versa. Like it was just crazy. It was really crazy. It was an insane film because I you had a they, like a black. It was all like. Yeah, it was. Well, they already <laughs> talked about black chick, you know, chicken and black people. Chicken, yeah, yeah. The, the ability you literally have a shirt on that says chicken and waffles. Yeah. I do. I know. But it was all kind of crazy. But it got even worse. It was like wow. crazy. But then imagine Ron Howard's company and Brian Grazer, they yes. bought the script. So then it got kind of watered down. Right. Like, a good job. <laughs> like, uh, we got a couple edits for yeah. it. It was still black versus white, though, in a way. Right. Thank Mr. God. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so okay. So your background. I mean, if you're if you're coming up like you you did with Groundlings and everything sure. else, what's uh, what's been the most challenging? Obviously, Saturday Night Live is viewed. At, I mean, you're in front. You can be making ten times less money potentially than you would eventually in movies or something else or even stand up. But people view that as being like, oh, he's there. Right. He's done it. When reality is generally a stepping stone right. for for most people in their careers. Right. As far as moving on past that, what have you found to be either super difficult or super pleasing? I mean, is it is it fun to um, get up? I mean, this is a weird question to ask as you're getting ready to go to the Funny Bone this weekend. Oh. But I'm sure you enjoy stand up. But is there anything that you that you've hated that you felt like you needed to do? Nothing since that I hated. I really try my best to avoid things I hated. Uh, you know, I know there's a process to everything. I mean, sometimes there's some. I mean, I enjoy you guys, and I enjoy I enjoy you know waking up, sure, and doing some <laughs> some press. <laughs> there's some people taking pictures that are, with the local know. news, yeah, <laughs> sure, exactly. But that's fine. But if some people don't know what they're talking about and immediately start talking about something that was just totally inappropriate, that, and they yeah, don't, and they don't even know who I am or how to say my name, monkey guy, right? Yeah, like, like something it's a monkey like guy, and they so you had what? So, also, you you broke your neck. You got a DUI. Is that right? And like, and you bop your head. <laughs> like you're one the, or the other. You're the head you do anything guy. Else? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, but but do you feel as someone who has undoubtedly put in hours and hours? Have you reached the ten thousand hour mark? Probably. What well, you're an expert in comedy, for, sketch for things like that. For performing, for, oh, for I don't performing. Know, oh, yeah, something along those so lines. Sure, yeah. Don't you want to scream at those people like you just five fucking minutes? Well, <laughs> all you had to do was read the one sheeter. That's it. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, like all you had to do. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, I, I'm not going to point it. <laughs> but it really is. It's all about education. Right. If you're going to make a decision or you're so... going to spend time with anybody, yeah. that you should just just have some respect and educate yourself a little bit. 
That's true. That's a great Before point. Before you enter a conversation. <laughs> if you want to be respectful. <laughs> the, Jada has entered the room, so we've got some pictures. Hi, Hope you don't mind, Chris. No, 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 get fine. those uh, knocking you it out. You have some lovely ladies in there. Isn't that nice? Liberal. Very yeah, talented. It's important. Yeah, it absolutely uh, That is. gives you a reason to wake up. I'm not kidding. That's very true. It does oh, help. You're not into the, uh, I shouldn't say into this about way. maybe where you've been already. I'm not talking about this, but I always picture just like, Pseudo racist fat white guys <laughs> doing radio <laughs> over the age of sixty. I enjoy that too. <laughs> so they you're versatile. Still, they're funny. Chris. They're funny though. <laughs> oh, humor is Big a great fan. reason to wake up. Beauty, humor. You know, that's good. Those are good reasons to wake up. I like that. Yeah, Carly, you've got experience. Yeah, they're the reason that I wake up in the morning Aww. too. Oh, that's right. weird. Well, Carly, come on. Well, who else makes you laugh? Are you involved with somebody that's funny? He's probably good looking. Involved, and not very like funny. sexually? Sure, yeah. Someone no. to go down on? That was my question. <laughs> mm -hmm. no. It needed to be asked. Do you have, well, do you have a love in your life? I don't. You don't? Are you serious? Dead serious. Wow. Is that I, difficult? Thanks for you reminding gotta, me. Hey, 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 I don't hey. either. Let's, is, is that hey. difficult? Oh, how about that? Is that Coach Chris? No, I don't. No, hey, but is that difficult being in the industry? Being, in, especially a comedian, professional comedian, a successful actor as you've been for as long as you have to, to have, have relationships? Uh, is it difficult to have a relationship? Oh, well, not difficult. I mean, I'm sure Travis general, is asking you well, about. It's hard. <laughs> no, you know what's hard? Do people, I, think, I think because people think I don't want something, okay. and then I end up okay. doing so. Okay. I think people already foresee me as someone, like, for example, you probably think, even though I think you're attractive and I would go out to dinner with you, mm -hmm. you probably nice. think that I would just want to fuck you. Nah. If anything. And then that would be it. I think. Perhaps. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Carly, so because of that, she might be kind of like, nah, that I don't might, know. There's like a weird, uh, it's unspoken at the time, but there's like a weird, nah, That would probably be gonna... the pre, pre, yeah. prerequisite. How does it feel at the moment? The, uh, uh, the uh, assumed prerequisite. Assumption, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah well, yeah. Carly worked for the Memphis Grizzlies, so she was around a lot of NBA players right. for a long and, time. And, okay, well, there you go. She yeah. Got, well, I mean, I'm not assuming all the M all NBA oh, players are. Really no, those guys are very low key so, yeah. and down to earth. They keep to themselves. <laughs> they generally after the basketball game. Have you game, ever been to an NBA to game? Home. Not backstage. Not well, back <laughs> I mean, in the locker room. <laughs> backstage. There are, you don't even need to. You just need to see. The, the, there's like two rows just off to the side. They're not on the court. <laughs> two rows of women completely dressed to the nines on a rig, random Tuesday night. That's funny. They're not the funny. wives? That's not the wives section. Oh, wow. section. No, 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 no. They're, they have their different they're sections. To, they're, out, and, and wives, they're trying wives to wag up. <laughs> so how did you work for the NBA? Um, I danced for four years. And you I were was a dancer, so that's why you're like... Yeah, and then I was the MC for a, the games, too. You got a little wall around you. <laughs> a, little, a, a wall of <laughs> a little bit of yeah. It says been there, done that, and right. spray paint. No, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't mess with the skeezy. The skeezy. Yeah, they all skeezy. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Well, well maybe I'm sure you didn't. I would never say that. You're obviously a respectful. You don't have Thank to. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. well, no, you have. You, obviously, yeah. Chris really feels the need to be polite right now. We appreciate that. I know, that. I am polite. <laughs> you are. He's like, I don't just want to fuck you. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> but, I mean, but I do just want to fuck you. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can, you can meet Chris and you can fuck him all you want. All Wait a second, you guys. All weekend, guys. You heard it. Wink. Hey, man. You're going to put it up here. We're going to put it out there. Uh, Chris, thank you so much for coming by. You got thank a busy you. weekend at Funny Bone ahead. Yeah, That's amazing. She's a terrible human being. Don't worry about it. It's We Are Live. It's been Chris Kattan. We'll be right back. You are now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network.